Hi, everyone, and welcome back to We Can Do Pod Things. This is our first last word, which is something new for season two, where if there's ever any corrections or clarifications that we feel like we need to do after listening to the podcast episode that came out, uh, we do that here in the last word. So you are listening to season two, episode one, last word for grief. Mm-hmm. Emily? I feel like I, I I figured out why I don't like to sit this close to the mic because I'm afraid that the people are going to hear my heavy breathing. <laughs> Listen, if they haven't heard mine, I, they won't hear you. I try very hard in my life not to let people know how out of shape I am. And I feel like <laughs> this is going to just undo all of the work that I have put in because they are going to hear me just absolutely huffing and puffing into this mic. But I'm going to I'm going to give it a shot. So, I'm very close to the mic, you guys. She's I'm doing this for you. She's doing hard things right now. I'm doing hard things for you because you're worth it. <laughs> Maybe it's me. <my> <laughs> uh, so, um I had a few last words from after listening to our episode. One is that um, when I was speaking about my friend who had passed away, she has three kids and I kept referencing the two and I knew that she has three. Um, I just wasn't thinking about her oldest because her oldest is a, f- a freshman in college now. It literally started her freshman year of college the day mm-hmm. after her mother died. It, uh, uh, the reason that I didn't reference her though is because I was thinking about the younger children mm-hmm. who are closer in age to our kids. But that doesn't mean that her death doesn't affect her adult daughter. Right. Very young adult daughter. Right. At all. That doesn't mean it doesn't affect her. I just wasn't really thinking about the older one. And so I just wanted to make a a clarification and correction there. And that my friend actually has three kids. Mm -hmm. And she leaves behind three kids who now face the world without their mother along with her husband. Yeah. And then second was when we were talking about Tolkien (laughs) And this quote from him of what punishments of God are not gifts. And we talked about the implications of what that would, that saying something like that is like to someone who is actively in grief and how dismissive and. It's just not it. Yeah. Tone deaf. It can be, I think um, it's important to point out that when he said this, he wasn't talking to anyone who was grieving. They were having a question, a philosophical conversation mm-hmm. about the content of his book. So it's easier to say these things and have these discussions when we're not doing the emotional labor mm-hmm. with someone who is grieving. Not that you or anyone else said anything bad about him, but just that I want to make sure that context was conveyed because... He wasn't act- he wasn't saying it to someone who was grieving. And so maybe if he had not had that philosophical conversation about it, he wouldn't have even had that thought because mm-hmm. this is the importance of having conversations about these things and picking them apart when we're in a, you know, safer, secure, more stable emotional functioning. Because then we can come up with these great phrases or or ideas because we're not in our, you know, downstairs brains. So that was that was what I wanted to offer. Yeah, it's it's okay to spend some time thinking about grief when you are outside of the process. In fact, with someone else who's not it may grieving. be 
a good idea because then when you are confronted with it, you are not scrambling to assemble thoughts about it on the fly. Yes. We can't only think about grief when we're grieving. Mm -hmm. And there's value in talking about things outside of when we're feeling them, even if it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Kind of like that. I think that whole the anger thing too. Also, if we only ever talk about anger when we're angry, we're not ever going to be able to completely understand and encompass that idea because we're going to be triggered AF. Right. And yeah. yeah, we don't like thinking about things that are sad or uncomfortable or upsetting. And we try to avoid that, but maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. And there is value in a little bit of having a... When you're driving somewhere that you've never been before, you sit in your driveway first and you plug the address into Google Maps or whatever you use and you get a little bit familiar with your route before you hit the road. Yes. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I'm just, I'm thinking about how sometimes people have these, these discussions where you're so far removed from the subject. I, I, I talked about it as like the illusion of intimacy Mm -hmm. or the illusion of conflict without it actually being conflict. But there is actually some value in that as well. Mm -hmm. As long as we're not always looking at these issues from such a long ways away that, and we're talking about things that are never personal to us. Yeah. Then we can just be having these hypothetical philosophical questions, conversations about things that are impersonal to us. Yeah. I don't think that we can say this too much. It's never just one or the other. Exactly. It's always a little both. Mm -hmm. So that is our last word for season two. Oh, I wanted to say something about William or Wyndham Rotunda. Wyndham Rotunda. Known otherwise as Bray Wyatt. He is the wrestler that I was referring to when I talked about my son's recent experience. I don't know if I ever actually spoke his name on the last episode when I was talking about him. So I did want to shout out his name and his family and honor him him and recognize him because he was and is um, a huge part of my son's life and childhood. So there are people all over the place grieving. Mm -hmm. Wyndham Rotunda. Yes. Wyndham Rotunda. What a name. Yeah. It's that's actually bougie as shit. That sounds very like like uh Rockefeller. It does. It sounds like do you have any gray poupon? <laughs> <laughs> that's an old one. I don't know how many people are even gonna I get that. I I'm just thinking I I I don't know. I've literally never met Bray Wyatt. Don't know much a, a whole lot about him or Wyndham. But I also get the feeling that being in the industry that he was in, that he might have appreciated that little mm-hmm. reference. So we we raise our tiny little sandwich knives to you <laughs> with a bit of gray poupon. Mm-hmm. We hope that you have moved on to somewhere where you are whole mm-hmm. and embodied and at peace. Amen to that. And thank you for all that you provided for Ralston and so many other kids just like him. Thank you guys for listening. We look forward to seeing you at our next fully. Thank you for listening to all of this heavy breathing that I'm positive that I'm doing. I'm sweating, right? I'm breathing heavier because I... Because of how close you are? Because of how close I am. Are you a mouth breather? 
No, not usually. Do you have a but like, how is it? Like, I guess I just don't think that much about how heavy my breathing is. Maybe I should. Well, I don't think about it either until there's a microphone half an inch from my face. <laughs> We're going to think a lot about our breathing, which is great mindfulness practice. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye.